Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Save the Kids podcast. It's your one-stop shop for raising kids in this tech-heavy world. We bring on professionals and experts to give you all the tools you need to help your kids become fire-breathing warriors that have the strength to break out of the mold society has put them in. At the end of the day, we're all here for one reason, to help save some kids. I'm your host, Nate Webb. Let's get to it. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Save the Kids podcast. This is your host, Nate Webb, live in studio, Salt Lake City area, and we got a show for you today. It's summertime, and we all love summertime because there's no school, (laughs) especially the kids. Sometimes it's hard on the parents, but right on cue... ENCOS, the National Center on Sexual Exploitation, they have come up with their Dirty Dozen list for 2023. Um, ENCOS is the National Center on Sexual Exploitation, and this Dirty Dozen list that they do every single year, it's the list of platforms that they deem as unworthy and dangerous and profiting off of the exploitation of kids. It's literally platforms that are exploiting kids and not just tolerating it, but encouraging it and profiting off of it. A lot of platforms, they stay on this list year after year after year. But this year, we got some new ones this year. Uh, Last year, I actually did a series on the Dirty Dozen list on this podcast. Last year, you could go check it out. And I think I'm going to make this an annual thing. Something that we do every single year is look at the 12 most dangerous platforms for kids. Um, We're going to be reading the articles that Encos put out on them. And we're going to be kind of breaking it down and talking about each individual platform so we can see what patterns are the same across the board, what these platforms have in common, and what we can be looking out for as parents, as adults, and as people that love kids. So um, let's dive into it. And the first things first is a new one, actually, to to the list is the Apple App Store, which we will say is deceptive to the core. No, I did not mean to rhyme. I'm not Dr. Seuss. Anyway, let's dive in. Did you guys know that 90% of US teens have an iPhone? That's crazy. With 90% of US teens having specifically iPhones, Apple can rightly be called a primary gatekeeper to what America's children are accessing online, as to well as who exacts accessing the kids. Caregivers trust and rely on Apple's App Store age ratings and descriptions to determine what apps are safe and appropriate for their kids to use and which ones are not. Um, The app age ratings also trigger several aspects of Apple's parental controls, like screen time and stuff like that. And it will block entire apps or content based off of the designated age. So if something says it's only rated for 17 plus and the Apple user is a verified 13 year old, in theory, it will hide everything that is rated mature from that person. In theory, here's the problem. At a time when child safety experts and mental health professionals, including the United States Surgeon General, are sounding the alarm that her kids are in crisis due to large, enlarged social media, um, Apple's app descriptions remain vague, hidden, and inconsistent, really jeopardizing our already at-risk kids. Um, Now, I'm just going to read a few comments that I've seen online um, about this specific thing. One person said, I wish there was a way to remove inappropriate ads from apps that are supposedly for kids for plus. So some, some apps that are rated for young kids, they will have ads for like, almost like Sim City, like the Sims, like, Ooh, are you going to get in bed with a sexy lady or what are you going to do? Like stuff like that. 
for four-year-olds. Like, are you kidding me? And for some reason, they're going to put that ad in an app meant for four-year-olds. So app, Apple's going to police the fact that the game itself might not be appropriate. But they do not care what ads get put in. Um, another percentage said, yes, a few games I play that my kids have now have the ads on are horrible, like hookup cartoons, adult dating situations. I report the ads, but the companies obviously don't care. No, they don't. And Apple really doesn't care. All they want is the money. Those companies pay money to Apple to have those ads in that app. And Apple gladly takes their money and those companies benefit off the downloads. Because um, what curious 8, 9, 10-year-old isn't going to click on the app with the attractive woman on it? Obviously, it's so infuriating. Um, there's documented dangers on apps, such as risky behaviors, exposure to adult strangers, including predators. There's harmful content, illegal drug activity, concerns about healthy child development, easy access to explicit content, and most recently, an explosion of financial sextortion are not included in the current app descriptions. Now, for those of you who don't know, um, sextortion, financial sextortion, is when predators will get the trust of minors, of kids, and get them to send something inappropriate. So maybe Gary, who's a 55-year-old sicko in his mom's basement, um, pretends to be Laura, age 15, and Laura, age 15, online, lets little Billy Bob, who's 10, say, hey, I think you're really attractive. You should send me some pictures. And then he sends them pictures, and then all of a sudden, she has inappropriate pictures of Billy Bob, and then, bam, JK, I'm a 55-year-old man, and unless you give me $5,000, I'm going to send these pictures to everybody you love. Recently, there was someone, a football player, who died by suicide because of sextortion. Because the 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 person sextorting him um, didn't he wanted more and more money, and the kid couldn't give it. And the person's like, "You should just go kill yourself," and he did. It's tragic. So anyway, all these things that are happening on these apps are not included in app descriptions, even though Apple knows that these things are happening. Even the social media and gaming apps that have been exposed as particularly rife with predatory activity, sexual interactions, pornographic content, are labeled 12 plus for, and I quote, infrequent or mild mature or suggestive themes, and quote, infrequent mild language. Guys, if you're on Instagram Reels, there's a lot of content creators and, you know, freedom of speech, I get it throwing the F-bomb left and right and cussing up a storm and talking about sex and talking about oral sex and talking about all these nasty things. And, uh, yeah, no, it's going to be rated a uh, 13 plus, 12 plus. You know, you got to be 13 before we can start talking like that. It doesn't, no, 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 no. And U.S. actually, U.S. federal law requires children to be at least 13 years old to use social media in games not specifically designed for youth. So isn't it funny that a lot of these social media and gaming apps are labeled 12 plus, even though U.S. federal law requires children to be at least 13 to use social media and games that are not specifically designed for use? It's interesting. Very interesting. And by interesting, I mean it's a hot load of garbage that our kids are really being targeted for money. Um... Furthermore, despite knowing the age of the account holder based off their Apple ID, which they can lie about, um, Apple App Store suggests and promotes sex-themed 17-plus age apps to children apps. 
including kink, hookup, adult dating, um, and apps that pair random users together for romantic encounters. They promote these to little kid apps, which they can download by clicking a box, noting, "I'm oh, I'm 17. Really? Literally, you're going to allow some 12-year-old who lied on their Apple ID account to get on. All you have to do is check a box. They've already lied about their age. They're just going to lie about their age again. So they're going to check this box. Apple does not enforce its own developer guidelines, which state that ads must be appropriate for the app's age rating, exposing children to mature in-app advertisements that reference gambling, drugs, sexual role-play, Literally, for apps rated 17+, even when the app is rated 9+, or 12+. And there is no system in place to report apps that fail to adequately explain the types of content a user might experience. It's so infuriating. There's not even a way to report this stuff. And we just have to sit here, and it's like, well, I guess I gave my kid an iPhone, so there goes their childhood. we got to have all all the talks about all the things that I was not planning on doing at this point because they're going to see it now. With Apple's near-limitless resources, there can be no excuse for the deception of the consumers, caregivers, on such a massive scale. It, honestly, it's time for them to fix their app rating system. It's time for them to be honest. It's time for them. They are a multi-billion dollar company. They will do just fine. In fact, I think they'll do even better if they're honest about the apps placed on their store. And if some people pull out... It's called quality over quantity. Okay, good. There's someone, some creepy app is no longer in your app store. Thank the heavens. Um, so in summary, in case you guys thought I kind of bounce around, which I sometimes do. In summary, number one, Apple app store ratings are meaningless. Even if an app or game is rated for little kids, there's a good chance it has ads and or content that is explicit in nature. Number two, Apple Store brushes off potential dangers through word sugarcoating how things actually are in the description. They'll say, well, for uh, occasional and infrequent suggestive themes, when literally if you're a teenager on Instagram, the first thing that that uh, algorithm is going to show you is pornography. The first thing. You know why? Because I tried it. I made a fake Instagram account. I said I was younger than I actually was. And the very first thing that it showed me, pornography and cars. So there you go. Um, Apple Store brushes off all the potential dangers and they sugarcoat it with words and make it seem not as bad as it is. And then thirdly, platforms have been cited and proven to be dense with predators are still promoted to a younger audience. And so, Apple Store, deceptive to the core. You can't trust that something's rated um, for, you know, 9+, plus, 12+, plus, whatever. The only way to ensure that your kids are safe while playing any game that you have gotten on the Apple App Store is to get a game that has no ads. And a lot of times, the only way to do that is to spend extra money. And that's what it's all about for Apple, spending extra money. That's all that they care about. And so, Encoast, they put in their article things that they, their request for improvement. Accurate ratings. First off, a universal standard for ratings must be created with penalties for misrepresentation. Secondly, accurate content descriptors. App descriptions must be expanded to include detailed content descriptors and summaries of risks unique to that app. You know, it's funny because like with with cigarettes and alcohol, stuff like that, they're forced to put warnings on their labels. 
And yet we don't have to do that with, with the internet, something that kids consume regularly. Anyway, next up, um, we want highly visible content ratings. App ratings and descriptors must be prominent so that parents and children are fully informed of the risks. Like, wouldn't it be great, let's say a kid's downloading TikTok and a warning pops up. Warning, this app has been known to display regular explicit content and vulgar language. Do you want to continue? Like something like that so that you can have a warning, something up front to describe and let you know what you're getting yourself into. And next, we want uniform and accountable systems. It's time for companies like Apple and Google to work together to create a uniform and accountable rating system. They are the giants of the technological world right now. They have the access. They have the means. They choose not to because they care more about profit than they do about anything else. Ugh, I get so worked up when I talk about Apple. Anyway, um, guys, at the end of the day, This is, we want to keep our kids safe, right? And so there is no app that can replace good parenting. There is no app that can replace you knowing what your kid is putting on their phone. Furthermore, (laughs) nothing can replace, just don't give your kid a phone. It's not safe right now. Especially if something's rated for like nine plus, what on earth is a nine-year-old doing with an iPhone? It's for educational purposes, I'm doing it because I want my kid to be smart. Okay, I'm going to break something down for you. You, All all of the high school kids that get a perfect 36 on their ACTs, that's a pre-college exam. If you get a 36 on the ACT, there's a good chance you're getting free college. You might get paid to go to college if you get a 36 on the ACT. It's crazy. You know what the common denominator across all the smart kids are? It's not their phones. Their parents read to them as childs as childs, well, as children. When they were children, their parents read books to them. That is what sets them apart from everybody else. Not that they have a phone, but because their parents connected with them and read books to them. And so you negative Nancys and Karens out there right now, they're like, oh, but my kid needs his tablet so he can learn. No, he doesn't. He just needs you to read Dr. Seuss with him at night. Show him some love. (laughs) You don't need these screens, guys. Oh, my goodness. Well, that about wraps up this episode for the Encoast Dirty Dozen list. I know it might be a little bit of a shorter episode, but there's nothing wrong with that. You can go back and listen to it over and over again. You can also go to the Encoast article that will be linked in the podcast description. Um, I highly encourage you to go check it out. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. Make sure to tune in next week for the next platform on the Encoast Dirty Dozen list. Remember, if you want us to come to your community, make sure to fill out the speaker form linked in the description. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Save the Kids Inc. for your one-stop shop on raising resilient kids in this tech-heavy world. Always remember, you are wonderful, you are worthy, and you are worth it. Go home and give your kids an eight-second hug, and we'll see you on the next one.